What if you really can have it all? No, really. What if everything you think you desire is only a starting point for the life you're truly capable of creating? On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, we playfully explore topics from money to magic, healing to wholeness, creation, relationship, business, and more. There's no place we won't go. Nothing too wacky or weird in the quest to live as grand a life as possible. Hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stauffer are the embodiment of opposites attract. And the result is true synergistic power. Partnered in love and in business, they're taking co-creation to a whole new level. Join Megan and Suzanne for Love, Life, and All Things Weird, where we will talk about living a life that's inspired, overflowing, and completely awesome. Welcome, 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 welcome everybody to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. I'm your host, I'm one of your hosts, Suzanne Stoffer, and Megan Silito is off in Australia. At last I heard she was boogie boarding and getting burnt to a crisp. She sent, she sent me pictures. Um, she was so red. I was like, what happened to sunscreen? Um but, so she's off sleeping. It's 3 a.m. there. And um, I'm super, super excited to be doing this show today um, with my oh, one of my favorite people on the planet, Natalie. <laughs> and she has been on the show before. Um, we were talking about calling all the witches and the seers and the wizards. And today we are talking about nothing, I mean, probably even more provocative, <laughs> maybe, right. than our last show <laughs> about unleashing your wild woman. And what we mean by that is unleashing your passion, your pleasure, your sexualness, like um, really getting embodied um, and seeing your sex as good, sacred, and a source of power. And Natalie is a certified life coach and a relationship expert. She does a whole bunch of things. Um, she's amazing. But what I love so much is she's a provocateur. And she has helped so many women connect to their passion, get the sex lives and relationships that they truly desire and really just live a turned on life. And you can find her at this turnedonlife.com. But welcome, Natalie, to the show. Mm, thank you. I'm so, I'm so excited. I'm, I think I felt into that part where I was like, oh, my God, this is very provocative and I can't believe I still talk about this. <laughs> like, I even still get to this place of, wow, this is so taboo. <laughs> Yes, and yeah, talk about Taboo um, for a minute, because I really do want people to find you and to start following you, because you have your own podcast that you started oh, yeah. in in 2017, right, Taboo and Turn On? Yeah, yeah, this, yeah, this past year, so I had done Sex the Podcast with my ex for two years, as you know, um, so, and, people, the, and that's still online, sexthepodcast.com. Um, houses all of the the episodes. Um, but yeah, this year I started one because I wanted to talk about more than just sex because there's so many taboo things in the world and I feel like the more we shine light on those things and are aware of the places that we 
stay hidden and small and um, the more power we'll have to change that and kind of move to that turn on place which is pleasure and happiness and bliss and but that's not available for living like in the shadows all the time Mm -hmm. yeah and what i i really love this topic and it's very very timely for us too because natalie and i are teaming up in our own creation um we are so many things this last i just spent five (laughs) days in Long Beach. Yeah. And uh, for many a day, we were doing co-creation around our thing that's bursting through us. And it's literally like channeling through us. Um, yeah. We're kind of, we were talking before the show of like, we just need to like open our space and open our energy and be super kind to our body because like it's just coming through like all of this it's all so much information so much um uh inspiration and we're going to be doing our first live event um at the end of January that is called Unleash Your Wild Woman it's in Salt Lake City and we'll talk more about that but um so it this is a topic that is like near and dear to our hearts and that we have um literally been in the depths of for days now. <laughs> yeah, that's true. true. We've been very intimate with a wild woman, everyone. <laughs> We're very intimate. <laughs> and our own yes, wild women. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes. And, you know, what we mean by the wild woman is this very sensual, untamed, embodied, earthy, instinctual, you know, spontaneous woman. There's many, many faces to the wild woman, like what we would say, like the shaman or the medicine woman or even the temptress. Um, You know, in modern day, you would you might even call the wild woman the whore, you know, or the vixen, mm-hmm. right, um, or the courtesan. And so how much um, have we been repressed, you know, over time in those energies and in claiming, um, <clears throat> in claiming that? And how much do mm-hmm. we stop that in ourselves, right? That's what we've mm-hmm. been talking about a lot. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, right. And and something else, too, that we were talking about right before is, you know, because there's all these judgments from the outside, all of the years and all of the kind of generations where a woman's sex was made wrong or it was seen mm-hmm. in some ways as very powerful. And so we need to kind of put a clamp down on it. We can't let women get too, too in their bodies and too powerful because then they would be. Like, we love using the the image of a panther for the wild woman. Like, she would fuck it up. She will not be afraid to kill for what she wants, her loved ones. Like, and so it's it's almost like there's, that power has been known in a way of a woman that's that connected to her sex and her body and her turn on and her instincts. So we've got Mm -hmm. to tamp it down. So then we've taken on all of these messages and stories and judgments, all these cages from the outside, and then we've now caged ourselves because now we have judgment around a woman that's so intersex. I I used to think that, mm-hmm. like, that that girl's so slutty. <laughs> like, why is she just <laughs> giving it up to everybody? And then I'm like, Natalie, what is wrong with you? 
she feels expressed, <laughs> like she feels free in her sex. Go girl, get it, you know, but like it's still such a knee jerk reaction to want to kind of judge others. Um and then it's like, oh, because again, like that place that we judge ourselves for that those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everything that this is bringing up for you, all of you, all the readers now and all the read or listeners now and listeners in the future, um, all of those kind of mixed energies that come up around owning your sexualness, owning your pleasure, owning your passion. Can we uncreate and destroy all of that, please? Yeah. Yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, yeah. pod, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. And everywhere that you have um, taken the judgments from others, from society, um, from patriarchy, from any other lifetime where you were condemned or ostracized or killed for your sex, can we uncreate, destroy all that, what that brings up, please? Yes. Yes, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. I mean, I think it's an interesting thing because, you know, there is, place where you watch women almost embody, you know, embody their socialness. Um and they're really kind of out of it, right? And um and it does it is interesting to to feel some of the mixed energies that come up. Like there's this kind of mixture for me of like way to go girl and it's also like, oh, I don't know, maybe it's all over the top. You know, so it's like kind of both for me. Um, and I guess what I would also say is that there's this place that when you're fully um, expressed sexually, that that it doesn't feel sacred. It feels bloody, <laughs> you know, almost like like society would call it that or say that or, you know. And so, I mean, that's what I love about this conversation is we're talking about owning your sex as sacred, as good, yeah. as actually right. like a part of your divinity. So it's not even just like, go girl, you let it all hang out. It's not just that, you know, it's beyond that. It's like, how can this actually be seen as sacred and divine, right? Yeah, no, I I, I totally agree. I mean, I think that's that's the part of I mean, I know for me, I had I had a pendulum swinging thing of, like, I had felt so shut down around sex, and then I did go to that extreme of, like, I'm just going to, like, let it loose and just do whatever I do, and, and it was messy, and I fell and bumped my face and, like, all of that, um, and then to come back to this place of that kind of in the middle of, oh, wait, there's discernment here, there's intention, there's connection, there's... Um, I am in full kind of control of my sex and my choices and my decisions, that kind of sexual sovereignty that I love that term. Like I'm sovereign Mm -hmm. over, I have choice over, you know, I have owned my body in ownership of my body. But like, I know for me, I had, I did have to swing in the other end because I just felt so repressed and shut down and was so fucking tired of what society said about women and their sex. Mhm. Mhm. Yeah, because if you are, I mean even now it's so interesting, right? Because even now I would say if you're willing to just be like bold and talk about it, you really are kind yeah. of considered even you're kind of considered oh, I don't I don't know, like I've found for me like this 
this, um, you know, Megan and I opened our relationship, and so I've been dating men. And um, and I find that when I want to have these, like, kind of real conversations about sex, right, about whether we're going to go mm-hmm. there or not, you know, I mm-hmm. find that, that men perceive it, in, some men perceive it in a particular way, like, oh, wow, this woman is very forward or aggressive sexually, even though I'm oh, yeah. just mm-hmm. being, I'm just being upfront. I'm just saying, hey, you know, if, if we're going to see each other, this is the conversation that I want to have. Mm-hmm. Like, this is my consideration. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean by that? Like, it's just, it's interesting. I really to perceive. <laughs> it's interesting yeah. to be perceived as like, like kind of highly sexual or like I keep getting these terms like wow you're a cougar right <laughs> like like as if it's almost kind of a negative connotation which I'm kind of like I actually kind of like feeling that way like a cat right <laughs> so, yeah so yeah I, no I mean I, I'm like thanks for the compliment <laughs> Yeah, like, thanks for seeing it, for calling it, right? But there, uh, there is almost like a negative connotation and a judgment around that. Yeah, I mean, I wow, I gosh, I had never seen it like this before. Because there is that same perception of the polyamory world that because I'm open to the idea of having sex with people outside of one person, there's a way mm-hmm. that, like, I'm that open with my body, right? Just because I'm that open-minded yes. means I'm that open-bodied. And it's like those right. two things are not the same people. <laughs> like, you know, right. they're not the same. <laughs> right. I just right. am exactly. open it's like- to the conversation and the ideas and the, you know, but I'm still discerning. I'm still um, choosing and selecting. It's not just a free-for-all. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like if you're open to the conversation, then you're going to spread your legs much more freely. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah, I think but, I've, because I mean, I've definitely gotten that from the kind of polyamory world conversation. Like when I talk about that, because I am very open like you, I mean, I've been playing in the open relationship world for I think like three years now, three, four years and it is still such a common misconception that, again, like, I'm a wild woman. I don't live in the constructs of common relationships. Like, I'm, I want to create my own relationship. I want to create my own sexual expression, my own agreements with my partner and partners around sexual expression. I'm, I am mm-hmm. wild in that way, but it doesn't literally mean that I'm like just going around doing things, not paying attention to the impact that it's going to have on me and other people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I I agree with that. And I think it really is interesting because it's almost like the, you know, we are so affected by society and a, you know, if a woman, almost like kind of the archetype of the virgin, um like that, you know, you've got to be demure or not actually direct, indirect and passive and um, all of that. Otherwise, you know, you're typecast as the whore, you know, in a way. It's almost like you have two, 
there's two. There's two places that you can do <laughs> There's two gears. That right? Two. <laughs> yeah, there's Nothing two gears. Either you're the virgin. <laughs> yeah, you're the virgin yes. or the whore, basically, right? It's like, yeah. really, yeah. people? Really? No. You know what I mean? Like, it makes me a little crazy, you know? And, and I think yeah. it's super interesting, too, because, you know, I have been in partnership with Megan for almost eight years. And so then when I have that yeah. conversation, right, around like, yeah, oh, we've yeah. been in a monogamous relationship you know, with a woman. And then it's so interesting how often what men do with that of like, oh, right. wow, cool. So now we're just going to be in threesomes. You know what I mean? Like bring her along kind of thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so... So it is, and when I talk about my me requiring both male and female, right? Like I want to sexually express with men and women, and so then all of a sudden there's all this judgments around that too, right? So I think it's a it's super interesting. It's really no wonder that we all kind of keep this under wraps as women, you know, because it's almost like when we come out with it all. Where we really are, oh yeah, into and yeah. facing into so much kind of misidentification and judgment right. and yeah. all kinds of crap. <sighs> right? Oh my God, when you say it like that, I'm like, no wonder, <laughs> no wonder, <laughs> no wonder. It's a challenging thing to really lean into, yes. and yet, you know. I would say that we're very similar, you and I, in that we're very, we're truth tellers and we're bold Mm -hmm. and we're not willing to actually play the society's game. We're kind of rebels with regards to that, you know, and we're really kind of like, you know what, like, uh, kind of fuck you in a way, you know, like we're, we're, we are we do have sexual sovereignty and we are going to have these conversations and we are going to choose what's true for us and our bodies. And so, you know, like get on board or not, you know, but. Well, and, and I'm not afraid to educate somebody either, you know, and I think that's the part around my truth. Like, and I'm going to share my truth. And if someone's trying to put their, kind of overlay of truth onto mine I'm like nope I will not I'm not afraid to correct somebody and be like no I get that you think that but that's not the case here right and that's to me also that place of maturity and owning and ownership and responsibility you know Mm -hmm. like I these are my choices and then I'm also going to let you into my world in that way because otherwise they still stay Mm -hmm. in the dark everyone still stays in the dark that's why we talk about this yeah, exactly. Yeah, and I feel like I've coached so, so many women um, around this topic, around how do they actually be free in their sexualness, um, you know, within their monogamous relationships, you know, like as a single person, like how do they find their own inner um, inner intuition and their own yeses and nos in the face of all that comes with this topic. And so we will mm-hmm. definitely talk more about that when we come back from break. You're listening to Love Life and mm-hmm. All Things Weird, and we'll be back in a minute. 
looking for a place to create, connect, and belong? Where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live-outside-the-box person you truly are. If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How long have you been waiting to uncloak your magic? To allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible. Live Your Magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind, ignite your body and activate the magic that is you. If you are ready to radically tap into your desires, generate more aliveness in your body and your life, then join us at a Live Your Magic event somewhere in the world. Go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today. That's M-E-G-A-N-S-I-L-L-I-T-O. This is Love, Life, and All Things Weird with hosts Megan Silito and Suzanne Stopper. Are you scratching your head a bit? Let's chat. Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We really are having a provocative conversation about owning your sexualness um, and really leaning into the potential judgments that might come at you. Um, And we're having a really awesome conversation in the chat room. If you haven't come to the chat room, why not? If you're listening live right now, I would really recommend that you come inspiredchoicesnetwork.com clicking you click on the blue chat button and we're having a whole conversation back here and it's been really really cool to um to hear i mean one of our listeners is talking about that she's hiding out as a she says i am the virgin hiding the slut right and how often mm-hmm. of us as women almost get stuck in one, right? Um, and I would say that was very true. That's very much your story. If you, Would you care to share a little bit about that? Around the transformational piece or which part exactly? Yeah, the part about like in your 20s being really shut down around sex, being the virgin, right, that was kind of the hidden slut, so to speak. Or like, do you know what I mean? Like kind of getting stuck in one quote, typecast. Oh, yeah, totally. I mean, I, I for a little while, did this thing of, I was like, I'm asexual. I just mm. was that shut down around my sex. And um, and it wasn't until kind of I just faced all these places of, oh, all of these judgments and assumptions and fears I have around sex and around being with men or being with women because I also am bisexual. And so I just 
Because there's just so much stuff that had I had put on, like cages I had put on myself. Um, also, kind of this fear of what the outside world and the reactions and the judgments and, but, but it 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 was a process to kind of shed those and and just keep coming back to what. But what's my truth and how do I want to live? How how am I going to be happy? here because I'm not I feel so miserable and and sad and hurt and and then when I did start having sex I mean I did go to that other extreme of doing things that didn't fill me up or feel good like that feeling empty the next day feeling um but I feel like we have to kind of I don't know we have to try things on and experience and experiment to learn what is our truth and so I've had a couple of what I call sex exploration moments or years where, you know, my intention was I'm going to just stretch as much as I can and I'm going to try try things on and I'm going to um, figure it out for myself instead of believing what everyone else tells me about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that really is what we're asking almost in a way, you know, is, is there a way that you can go inside yourself and start to tune into your intuition around your body. I mean, I, for one, believe our bodies have a consciousness and our bodies have desires that may not necessarily line up with our history or what we think. (laughs) You know, I mean, it's kind of me, um, you know, getting to this awareness of my body requiring sexual expression with men and women. That's a really challenging Mm -hmm. thing for me, right? And and I know that's been a challenging thing for you, too. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, there's so much judgment around that, and especially because for me growing up in religion, um, you know, it was considered such a in. And so, right. you know, and it's and it's been so challenging for me to because either I was with men or I was with women. I was never mm-hmm. with both, you know, because even that had its own set of challenges, right? So, I mean, at 46, I'm barely, barely stepping into this idea of expression with both, right? And so what I'm saying is this is a journey for every woman you know it is a journey of like tuning into the 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 truth and maybe the hard truth um and maybe you know really allowing your body to lead this and that really is what we're talking about with unleashing your wild woman is really getting to a place of that kind of like that black panther we were talking about where she is mm-hmm. so instinctual and she's so intuitive and she's so embodied and she knows what she wants and she moves through the world in this way of like getting what she wants. And I think that's part of our inspiration around creating a workshop um, so that you can tap into your truth, into your body, into your sex and, and feel, uh, feel in tune and in power and in, you know, control, really, of the way that you move through the world. Um, And so, again, our one-day workshop, just so that if you guys are interested in it, this feels like, yes, I want that. That would be so cool to move through the world that way. Um, 
<clears throat> our one-day event is January 27th. It is in Salt Lake City. It's 10 to 6 p.m. There will be early bird um, pricing um, of $97, and we have a Facebook event um, link that we'll put underneath the replay. Um, it will also, all the information will be in Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. So if you don't, if you're not part of that group, please ask to join because um, there will be information there too. So, <clears throat> yeah. Yes. Mm, cool. So uh, the chat room is blowing up. I <laughs> know. <laughs> so many questions. That's the thing. There's so many, so questions. many questions around this. And I mean, I think that's the other part of there aren't a lot of spaces to be able to talk about these things because a we're either keeping it more again under wraps this place where it's it still feels so taboo. No one talks about it. You know, where are the places mm-hmm. we can talk about this kind of stuff? Or we just have these, you know, again, fears and assumptions that don't allow us to even raise the questions, you know? I mean, luckily, I was with people growing up that we just felt, I guess, safe and comfortable enough to talk about this stuff. Actually, mystery was uh, someone in the chat room was asking, you know, when did you start to feel safe? And I said, when I first shared with my brother and my best friend around being curious around women too and Mm -hmm. and they just were just really I mean and I was so scared especially to tell my best friend who's a a woman you know because I had all these thoughts around oh my god what's she gonna think is she gonna think that I'm gonna try and like come on to her have sex with her and I mean it was just all these crazy thoughts in my head that had no kind of realm of reality to them but all of these things that, you know, I was thinking, um, but I just felt like I had to share. I just couldn't keep it inside anymore, like living what felt like this mm-hmm. internal double life. Um, mm-hmm. And they just were so kind of sweet about it. Of course, they loved me, you know, and, and I also, somewhere inside, I knew it was safe to tell them, you know, I wasn't telling some random person. Um, but to start to share again, bring these things to light is how we transform them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, because honestly, like when we're hiding all of that, I mean, that is an indication of shame. You know, when we're like hiding it all inside of us, we're so scared to bring it out. Um, you know, I mean, I was honestly, I had been dating Megan for almost a year before I even told my family, before I even told my parents, because I was so scared of their judgment. You know, I was so scared of them, you know, because of their religion, um, not accepting me. And it really was a huge challenge for some, especially my siblings, too. I mean, even to this day, I have some siblings that have a really hard time with my choices, um, <laughs> a lot of my choices, honestly. Um, but yeah. again, it's it it really is about like, are you living somebody else's life? You know, are you right. living for somebody else's approval? Um, are you closing down and hiding and feeling shameful about your body and about your sexualness? Um, you know, uh, and really not coming out for fear of judgment because of your own judgment of yourself. Mm-hmm. So everything that this is um, bringing up for people, oh, 
And all of that mm-hmm. push and pull and internal struggle and um, all of the decisions, judgments, and conclusions and computations, projections, expectations, separations, judgments, and rejections, and all the karma that's associated with all of this. Can we uncreate and destroy it, please? Yes. Yes, yes. Right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pock, online, shorts, boys, and beyonds. Because, you know, yes, like, Natalie and I are very, like, um, we're making, I would call, radical choices in our mm-hmm. <laughs> in our romantic lives, right? But, and so if it doesn't, it it's not about, you know, you, like, trying on everything that we're trying on it's a it's if if you are monogamous heterosexual cool you know what i mean like we don't care like we're not trying to promote bisexuality or polyamory or anything not at all (laughs) not at all we're saying not at all not everyone is supposed to do that yeah (laughs) yeah yeah right so we're talking about tuning into your truth, to your body, to your intuition, to those whisperings that maybe you have um, pushed down or rejected. You know, I mean, for me, I believe that I was I was attracted to women always, but I didn't mm-hmm. even allow myself to go there until probably thirty late thirties right? When Megan approached me around her attraction for me. And I was like, oh, Mm -hmm. you're so cute. You know, I'm not into women, right? And she was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to be honest and upfront about my attraction. And it wasn't until really right around that time that I was like, whoa, what is this whole thing that I've been hiding from myself, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And so what, what is it for you? It could be for some of you women that you actually are you know, almost in a way expressing sexually to please a man and it's not true for you, you know? And so maybe you would want to dress differently or show up differently or talk differently if you're honoring your truth. Maybe you would like um, tone it down a bit if you're actually aligned with who you really are and not trying to quote please or you know, entertain or enroll a man or something, you know, so it could really go a lot of ways here. We're not actually saying one way um, to really unleash and be the wild woman that you are. It could very well be the something that you have never thought of before, a whole different um, shade. Does that make sense? Oh, it makes complete sense. I mean, I've, I had this conversation with one of my best friends years ago because she was kind of in some way saying, I, you know, my, I'm not that edgy or something to that mm-hmm. effect. And I was saying, no, see, but my edge just looks different than your edge. Your edge yeah. might literally be, I've never had a one night stand before and I just want to try it once in my life. And my edge might be, kink you know my edge might be mm-hmm. it's time for me to have a threesome your edge might be I just I have never even told my partner what my fantasies are you know like mm-hmm. everyone's edge looks different there's no judgment mm-hmm. where your edge is but our inquiry for you 
is to look at what those edges are and what you're afraid of about exploring those edges. Mhm. Mhm. Yes. And and I would say again, you know, almost like opening, you know, for years I didn't want to really take a look at my sex because it felt like Pandora's box. It felt like mm-hmm. if I were to open it up. Right that I would just go nuts or like some crazy (laughs) thing would happen or like I would blow up or I mean, literally Mm -hmm. I was so scared quote to go there. I was so scared to just even open my Pandora's box because it was like, what am I going to find? What I don't, I'm actually so afraid of what my truth really is. I've been living this living kind of shut down and hidden and disconnected from my body for so Mm. long that I'm afraid of what I might actually find. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So everything that is and everywhere that that's resonating, there's a lot of energy to that. My goodness. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) I I feel like I've literally said those words, hun, in like writing the book. I was like, (laughs) I thought, Pandora's box. I don't know what I'm going to find if I open it. Yeah. Yeah. So everything that this is bringing up for everyone, can you just be with that? Can Mm. you just lean into that and that energy? Because that's part of seeing it as good, you know, is Mm -hmm. that it might feel uncomfortable, it might feel edgy. It might feel like, ooh, what am I actually choosing? You know, I mean, for me, I knew that I wanted expression with both women and men for years. And yet in my relationship with Megan, it was very challenging to go there. It was, we were in a monogamous relationship and there was a lot of intensity around me expressing with men for both of us. Mm. And so I didn't do mm-hmm. it. I didn't do it. I was like, no, 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 nobody, nobody, no, 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 no. Right? For six years. And what happened was that my body just started to shut down. I mean, I gained like 30 pounds. I shut down. I became like hidden. I would like wear clothes that were not like just were meant to hide me um, because I didn't want attention. I didn't, you know, want to lean into that. Right. Um, And it was really Megan who came to me and said, Suzanne, you know, you are, you're killing yourself in this. Mm. You really are. Your body is shutting down. You're killing yourself. You're, you're going to resent me. You're going to resent our relationship. This will not work. And mm-hmm. so it was her that was actually like, we got to do something about this as hard as it is to lean into this. And so it was an incredible gift because I'm not sure how long I would have kept doing it. I really feel like right. I could have done it for a lot longer and not known what I was really doing because I was so scared to lose this amazing relationship. I was so scared to lose her. I was so scared to lean into this part of, of my, of my sex. Right. 
And mm-hmm. so, you know, this is, I mean, I know what I'm asking of you guys when I say, like, mm-hmm. lean in and tune in. I know what I'm asking because it was so intensely challenging for me to do the same. But what I can say is that, I mean, I still feel like I'm in this process, right? I'm not through the other side yet, but I've never been more free. I've never felt more free in my own sexual expression. I've never felt the love. I've never been so aligned in my body. I mean, literally, I lost like 25 pounds in three weeks, four weeks time. It was incredible because my body finally was like, you're listening to me. You're hearing me. You're seeing me. You're honoring me. So for me, it was like a question of living and thriving versus surviving and dying. And I chose to live. I chose to make that choice, and I'm not. I'm. I'm so glad that I did. So mm-hmm. we've got to take a break. So with that, um, come back for more. You're listening to Love Life and All Things Weird. Are you looking for a place to create, connect, and belong, where you have massive encouragement to be the weird, live outside the box person you truly are? If you've chosen a different path as a rebel, an innovator, a leader, entrepreneur, and changemaker, you're in the right place. On Love, Life, and All Things Weird, Megan and Suzanne bring you inspiration, awesome tools for transformation, and full permission to be you. Claim your weird and live your most ridiculous life. Be sure to listen every Wednesday at noon, Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time, on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. have you been waiting to uncloak your magic to allow the magic within you to rise and catalyze into an extraordinary life deep down you know is possible live your magic is a two and a half day experience that will move you beyond your mind ignite your body and activate the magic that is you if you are ready to radically tap into your desires generate more aliveness in your body and your life then join us at a live your magic event somewhere in the world go to megansolito.com and click on events to learn more today that's m-e-g-a-n-s-i-l-l-i-t-o this is love life and all things weird with hosts megan silito and suzanne stopper are you scratching your head a bit let's chat Call into the program today, and let's find some answers. If you're in the U.S., call 815-880-8255. In Canada, call 613-800-8736, or Skype us at Inspired Choices Network. You can also ask questions or leave comments in our Facebook group, Weird on the Air with Megan and Suzanne. Now, back to the program. Welcome back, everybody, to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. Mm, wow. Hmm. Where to go from here, my darling? <laughs> oh, my gosh. I don't know. Have we just, like, blown everything out? Yes, yes. Hit the peak and now just slowly, lovely, lovingly bring it down. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
Well, yeah, and I I love the comment in the chat room about noticing that I was talking about more about what my body wanted and what turned my body on, right, Um, versus what my head thought, you know. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's really true because, like, I think there's so much, like, intuition and awareness and knowing and desires that are in our bodies, you know. Like, I know that my body desires, like, really luxurious things, like very expensive clothing and very, you know, like, really good food, farm-to-table food and, you know, like, luxurious experiences like more than like my body just loves 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 that right and then my head kind of gets in the way a bit about like oh god like that costs a lot of money and like shit you know you're not like money doesn't grow on trees and like all this stuff right about like what my head thinks about that but it's really like when I'm following my body um it's amazing what I experience in my world and in my life. Like, it's incredible the juiciness and the the pleasure and the passion that I feel when I follow my body. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I feel like that is, again, this kind of wild woman piece around we trust our instincts right and we're so connected to our body and we're so in tune with our body and we're led by our body and we pay attention to our body um there's just a lot of strength there and just a lot of care we're taking care of it we know it's our vehicle we know it's the thing that moves us and helps us create things and experience pleasure you know our body is such this beautiful vessel we don't give it nearly as much love and attention as it needs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, and so, you know, in this moment with this conversation um, about unleashing your wild woman, <clears throat> what could you choose, you know, that would be maybe like one step today to get more embodied, to get more curious, about what that expression means and about what you, about how that wants to come through your body. You know, is that like more self-care? You know, is that like having a really almost pleasurable experience with food, for example? Or is that some kind of opening or conversation around sex with your partner? Or is that some Mm -hmm. request? around a fantasy or you know is that journaling about like what's in the way of you seeing your sex as sacred you know like what's one step what's one thing that you could choose um in this moment to really unleash your love Mm -hmm. how cool is that I mean Mm -hmm. I think like um you know, for me, there's so, I would say if there's not a daily choice for my body, I would say I make a, a choice for my body almost every day, you know, of like tuning into her, like caring for her, like asking questions um, about what she desires, 
you know, like I'm literally asking questions of my body all the time. So I'll, um, I'll say like, body, what do we want to eat? What, what feels so yummy and luscious to eat in this moment? Or, you know, is there some sexual expression that I want to try? Do I want to self-pleasure today? Like, you know, like I'm asking my body, what do you require? What do you desire? What do you need? I'm tuning into <clears throat> her intuition um, all the time. And um, in a way, I have this, I actually have this ritual too where I take a bath almost every day and I will literally go through this appreciation process in the bathtub where I'll put my hands like on my feet and I'll be like I'm sending appreciation and love to my feet. Thanks feet, feet mm-hmm. and thanks legs mm-hmm. for moving me and you know what I mean? I'll like, I'll actually touch my body and move up my body and appreciate um, every part of my body in bathtub. It's something that I do almost mm-hmm. daily. And it's so mm-hmm. beautiful because these vehicles, <laughs> our bodies are these vehicles for this expression on this earth and we take advantage. We don't, we just kind of almost are in, feel entitled that they're going to work for us. <laughs> yeah. Right? <laughs> right. I mean, what would be yeah. the way that you tune into your body? Like that you kind of tune into your own body's truths or intuition. Are you asking me that? Or the yeah. the general mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> um Yeah. I mean I I usually like to ask my body how it wants to move. because um, again I think our bodies wanna move. They want to walk, they wanna it sometimes they want to have sex they want to dance they want to run they want to stretch you know like our bodies are meant to move and I don't Mm -hmm. think again we move nearly enough so like these days the way it wants to move is walking and dancing and so Mm -hmm. and I feel so in my body when I dance like I feel my sex energy when I dance you know dancing is so it's such an awesome channel for sexual energy. You don't have to have sex necessarily, but it just it, it's mm-hmm. such a turn on. Um, mm-hmm. And like you might well, yeah, you were sharing. My, yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, you were sharing <laughs> about. Yeah, share that story. It's such a good story about your blue. Oh, the, oh my god. Ugh. Uh, I had I had dance I had learned blues dancing once before and and the person that taught me like it was it was very sexy and sexual and and with each person is different but I've been going recently with um, Amanda there's just there's just a lot of chemistry and um, attraction and and care and love and so we're just there's just like deep intimacy so when we're on the dance one he's such a good lead like I can really trust him to to lead but mm-hmm. it was like whoa this part of me came out that I just didn't even realize was there because it just like and he's such a great space to allow that to come forth like that really sexy and sexual part of me and it was just so safe because again we're just in public at a in dancing but to be mm-hmm. able to really just God, just to let that part of my body, like I just let my body move however it wanted to. And that's what he was saying. Like I can Mm -hmm. feel the times where you just let go 
and followed. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. just like so connected and trusting of my body. Like mm-hmm. move however you want to move. There's nothing bad or wrong or scary or whatever. And and it, it helps to have someone else that's just really encouraging of that too and just like loving it, right? <laughs> like just loving mm-hmm. me owning my panther. Mm-hmm. Yes, I mean, you were saying, like, I mean, because he was such a, he's such a safe masculine energy for you, yeah. right? And so then there yeah. was this backdrop, this backdrop of safety for you to really unleash your wild woman, you know, on the dance yeah. floor. And, you yeah. know, so you were saying that it's like having sex with clothes on. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so like having sex with clothes on. It's the best. <laughs> And I walked away feeling so satiated. Like, I didn't need to have sex in that moment because I Uh felt like all of that energy was already running through. And there were all these moments of, like, build up peak release, build up peak release, you know. And it just, it was so amazing. I did. I felt like we had sex and had our clothes on the whole time for hours. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, the rest of us can't choose that, you know. I mean, we wouldn't be able to find a way to allow our bodies to dance or to move freely or to, you know, I mean, that it's just for Natalie. <laughs> it's just Right. Well, and I, again, like true. there's, yes, totally. And again, even that is more new for me. That's a new edge for me, yeah. right? That's my new edge. But in the meantime, I dance by myself. I dance. I have like kind of a sexy playlist that I'll put on that just kind of gets me in a space of kind of dropping in and moving and dancing. I also have after a shower or a bath, I I have body butter and I love to just kind of like, you know, like slather it all over myself in a way like mm-hmm. like a queen would back in the day, right? Like she just would mm-hmm. take exquisite care of her skin. And so like mm-hmm. that is another way that I love to take care of my body yeah and listen to my body yes i love it love it love it so much so i would ask you all to lean into how can you unleash your wild woman thanks so much for joining our conversation thanks so much natalie for joining us again today and we will be back Uh, next wednesday 10 a.m for more juicy conversations Thank you for listening to Love, Life, and All Things Weird. We will be back next Wednesday at noon Eastern Standard Time, 10 a.m. Mountain Standard Time. Be sure to tune in for more tips and tools on how to claim your marvelous, magical life.